From the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. That's a record. Their new album. Drop, drop. New and excitingly different. And they keep dropping, dropping. Drop it like it's hot. You could drop on back. Drop dead sex. And then come those words we have all waited so long to hear. Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And another episode of the album drop is on the air. Good afternoon. An absolutely jam-packed show for you today. Including brand new music. What is alleged to be the last album that will ever be produced by Iggy Pop. It's an indie record. He financed it himself with the help of a, a good friend. And we'll be talking about that in about a half an hour. Also got something really kind of cool for you. An artist named Charlie Hilton. She has a, a record out. Kind of spacey. Kind of kind of out there. A little bit different. It's fun. It's really cool. We're going to check that out. Also want to tackle this week in music history as... You don't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. And that's going to happen just a few minutes, but I want to get to something right off the top of the program here from a band out of Vancouver. They used to be called You Say Party, We Say Die, but they don't say die anymore. Now it's just You Say Party. And they've just released their latest record, a self-titled release called You Say Party. The group has slowly worked on returning to notoriety since announcing an indefinite hiatus back in 2011. Aside from the change of their name, um, which was likely spurred by the death of band member Devin Clifford, who was their drummer, what we see on this release is really kind of like soft, lush, unrushed kind of sound that just kind of kind of takes your mind all over the place through um, kind of different channels, and it's really kind of a, a sonic adventure. I think is probably the the best way to describe what's going on here. We're going to start with a song called Ignorance. This is brand new music from You Say Party. And you're hearing it here on the album drop CHUO 89.1 FM.
like the show? Then prove it. Go to Facebook.com slash The Album Drop and let the world know.
album drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. What kind of radio show is this?
my friends, is how you close out a beautiful record. Like the self-titled release from You Say Party. That was heading in the direction of the rising sun. We also heard Underside. Ignorance was the first tune that we played from this release out now on Paper Bag Records. Five years is far too long to wait for a new record from this band. Really, really cool stuff. I was certainly digging it, and I hope that you were too. You're listening to the album drop, and it's here on CHUO 89.1 FM, and I thank you for being a part of today's broadcast. My name is Phil Shurikawa. Lots of great new music coming up over the course of the rest of this program. But to get us in the mood for that, let's uh, let's take a look back. And now, it's time for... The new number one song in the land is... Well, I'm not saying that we're better or greater or comparing us with Jesus Christ as a person. We weren't on any crusade. This was selfish. There should be no such thing as a price tag on music. This week in music history. March 28, 1982, David Crosby was arrested after crashing his car in California. Police found cocaine and a loaded handgun in the vehicle. When asked by police why he was carrying a gun, his answer was very simple. John Lennon. Yesterday was also the third anniversary of Justin Bieber's monkey incident. Now basically, if you don't remember, the Canadian pop star was given the monkey by record producer Molly Mull, and he brought it to Europe on tour with him. But he didn't have the right paperwork to gain entrance to Germany with said monkey, so they detained the little guy. Uh, gal, whose name was Molly. Bieber never returned um, for the monkey, who is now living happily in an animal sanctuary. Uh, and not like Bieber's house, but like a real animal sanctuary. But he did pay the $10,000 fine that was amassed from the situation, so good on him for that. March 29th, 1973. After writing about it, and somewhat dreaming about it, Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show got exactly what they were asking for. The song only reached number six on the U.S. singles chart, but the band got the cover, and according to the members of the group, they actually did buy five copies for their mothers. So, that's a nice feel-good story. March 30th sees a ton of notable musician birthdays. MC Hammer, Tracy Chapman, Nora Jones, Celine Dion, and Eric Clapton, amongst several others. March 31st, 1995, singer Selena was murdered at age 23 by the president of her fan club, Yolanda Salvdar. A couple years later, a film based on her life was produced, uh, did very well, starring Jennifer Lopez. April 1st, 1961, the Beatles began a three-month residency at the Top Ten Club in Hamburg, in Germany, playing 92 straight nights. Anybody who's a musician or even plays kind of casually, think about this for a minute. They played 92 straight nights. The group played for seven hours a night on weekdays, eight hours a night on the weekend, with a 15-minute break every hour. It was during this visit that guitar player Stuart Sutcliffe got a haircut that eventually became known as the Beatle haircut, which the rest of the band later adopted themselves. Still on uh, April 1st, uh, 2007, was when uh, Modest Mouse reached the top of the charts behind the record. We were dead before the ship even sank. Lots of killer tunes on that one, including this. You'll always have the radio. Spoiler alert. 
April 2nd, 1990, Nirvana went into Smart Studios in Madison, Wisconsin with uh, producer Butch Vig and started uh, tracking tunes that would eventually become the record Nevermind. Songs recorded that day include In Bloom, Lithium, Polly, Dive, and a couple tracks that were never properly released uh, until after Kurt's death. And that is This Week in Music History. Brought to you by, as always, by me, Phil Shurikawa. This is the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. And we're going to take our only break of the hour. But I encourage you to keep your radio locked and cranked. And if something tries to pull you away, don't let it happen. Because when we return, brand new music for Miggy Pop and a whole lot more. You don't want to miss any of it. Stick around. You're only moments away from more great music. The album drop will return only on CHUO 89.1. It was the trial that was supposed to change everything. A Toronto courtroom heard Gomeshi was found not guilty on. And Justice Hawkins was harsh in his criticism of her testimony. The perception among some people here is that the system is broken as a result of this acquittal. That's a, uh, that's a song called All My Fans Make Me Sick. Um, I just want to say that uh, it sounds like a bit of a joke song, but it's something that I really mean. I'm telling you I was looking up Spain. Now I eat humble pie. And now I'm choke my dates, don't get convicted. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And I know what you're thinking. Why is this guy bringing this story up on a music show? Well, before the trial, before Studio Q, before the whole CBC thing, Gian Gameshi was a musician. Moxie Fruvis was the name of his band, and as far as gimmicky Canadian comedy musical troops were concerned, they were one of the better known ones. And when musicians do something stupid, you know we're going to talk about it here on this program. So let's discuss why this case is a particularly sore spot for me. Much of it is my own doing. I will admit that. Part of me kind of hates myself. Therefore, I often find myself reading the comment sections of news stories online. The prevailing message from male commenters, primarily, on these websites is along the lines of justice was served or the system works or something like that. And that kind of ignorance towards the actual nuts and bones of this case is why many reputable publications close off the comment section on their website, especially on stories such as this one. In his ruling, Judge William Horkins basically said that there was no doubt that Gomeshi did what he was accused of. But due to the nature of our legal system, the Crown, which is the government, please don't forget that, the Crown is the one who failed here. Your tax dollars at work, friends. They didn't do what was required for a conviction. So for those of you outraged by the proceedings in that Toronto court, remember, this isn't about believing the survivors. I mean, Gameshi never denied what he did. It's also not about persecuting the victims. If the idea of being still infatuated with someone who has abused you doesn't quite add up to you, chances are you've never been or at least are not aware that you have been a victim of abuse, and you should consider yourself lucky for that. Sometimes, 
things happen to you and you don't instantly realize how it's going to make you feel. So, you could, presumably, consent to, I don't know, let's say, have sex with someone, enjoy most of it, not agree to a small part of it, but still be willing to try and make things work. And then, I don't know, let's say, hypothetically speaking, ten years later, when it comes out that there are many, many other people that have had very similar experiences to you, perhaps it's only at that point when you realize that you have been assaulted. Imagine how it would feel if you were to muster up the courage to actually come out and talk about how this has affected you and how it has made you feel and get trolled online and in real life by police officers and a judge and TV media. And when your abuser gets off, the judge tells the courtroom that you're just trying to further your acting career. I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that the system is broken I know that I don't have the answers, but I'm certainly willing to engage in the discussion on how we can fix it. So let's get back to music. I don't know who James Osterberg was, aside from being a school teacher in upstate Michigan, but I certainly know how his son has impacted the arts world. Now, Jim Jr. eventually changed his name to Iggy Pop, and the rest is history. Post-Pop Depression is the name of his 17th studio album, and That, of course, excludes his work with the Stooges and everybody else that he's worked with over the years. But on this record, he proves that he still has it. Recorded in secrecy, after reaching out to Josh Homme via text message, because 2015, Pop has said that this will be his last album, and that's really a shame, because you listen to this record, and it's very clear that he still has it. We're going to start with a tune called German Days. And you can tell John Holmes is involved just by that first riff. This is brand new music from Iggy Pop, and it's here on the album Drop CHU 89.1 FM. Hey! 
listening to the album drop listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca
nothing but my name. I have nothing but my name. More from this album right now, only on The Album Drop. I'm gonna break into your heart. I'm gonna crawl under your skin. I'm gonna break into your heart and follow till the sea.
And goodness, I hope it's not the last one that we hear from Iggy Pop. But you just heard it. Well, you heard about half of it here on the album drop CHU 89.1 FM. That was Breaking to Your Heart, American Valhalla. Before that, German Days was the first one we played for you. And yes, I will say that everything Josh Homie does kind of has the same vibe. Especially when he works with his fellow queen of the Stone Age, Dean Fertitta, who you also know from the Dead Weather. Um, I, I, I mean... Um, Matt Helders plays drums on the record He's uh, from Arctic Monkeys Another band that Josh has worked with Excessively over the last few years But, you know It's it's the artists that he collaborates with And the transcendiation that he has The ability as producer and co-writer To bring out of them That makes him such a big deal The record is out now everywhere And it truly is an independent release Financed entirely by Josh Homie and Iggy Pop which is how they were able to keep everything quiet about the production, because it took them like a year back and forth, you know, uh, trading ideas and lyrics and finding time and going to the studio and stuff to put it all together. They've booked a very short tour um, playing together. Um, the closest we get is a show next Saturday, April the 9th, in Toronto. If you don't feel like going to Toronto next Saturday, well, you could stay in town and go to the Bronson Center and check out the Danny Warhols. It's something to think about. Uh, Just enough time for one more record before we call it a day here on the album drop, and it's called Palana. It's the latest release from Charlie Hilton from the band Blouse. And on this record, um, she's gone. uh, She's she's called it Palana because um, that's her birth name. It's Sanskrit. Um, And in spite of uh, going professionally as Charlie Hilton, I guess it's kind of an introspective kind of look at herself. And it's got a really cool vibe to it. It's just a, a very easy record to kind of chill out and listen to. I want to start with a tune called 100 Million, and it's right here on the album drop. CHUO 89.1 FM. You can carve your name on me 
You're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. FM.
Here on the album drop, CHU 89.1 FM. Get the full playlist from today's episode of the album drop.ca and make sure you tune in next week because we're doing a full hour dedicated to the fantastic music scene here in Ottawa, playing only local artists. You don't want to miss it. Until then, I'm Phil Shurikawa. This has been the album drop on CHU 89.1 FM. Phil at the album drop.ca is the email address. Hit me up with a uh, suggestion or a request for next week's show or just say hi. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Smell you later. I'll be back. For more information, check out thealbumdrop.ca. This whole thing has gone on long enough. When will this insanity end? Can I finish? Please, can I finish? We'll be back next week on CHUO 89.1 FM. Okay, I'm finished.